The governor's proposal to cut the budget is drawing heat. The county jail could get more funds for the fight against COVID-19 and confusion surrounding drive through church services just in time for Easter. I'm Dave Morris from the Oklahoman. It's Wednesday, April 8th, 2020. There are now 1,524 Oklahomans with confirmed cases of COVID-19. The number of coronavirus-related deaths now stands at 79. Oklahomans are struggling. Oklahomans are hurting. You just heard Robin report uh, we have about 130,000 unemployment. So um, asking the state government to also cut expenses by 1% or 2% is very reasonable in the current situation that we're in. Governor Kevin Stitt's comments about budget cuts on Tuesday are drawing a lot of fire from legislators on both sides of the aisle. Stitt said he believes 1% to 2% budget cuts are needed to deal with the state's current $416 million revenue shortfall. On Monday, state lawmakers passed three bipartisan bills that would pull money over from the state's rainy day fund to fill in the gap and get state agencies through to the end of June. However, the state would need an official declaration from the Board of Equalization confirming the shortfall. Stitt canceled that board meeting on Monday and declared he would not sign two of the three measures sent to his desk. There's a lot of things that we we have to consider, and uh, obviously we have... um, the health department and all these different state agencies that are that are 100% I'm focused on making sure that we take care of the Oklahomans and, and this COVID-19 crisis. Um, but also, when Oklahomans are struggling, I'm going to protect the taxpayer and uh, asking state agencies to uh, cut expenses by 1% or 2% seems very reasonable to me. If Stitt vetoes the bills, the legislature could override him based on the intense support the legislation received. But since the Board of Equalization still has not set another meeting date, it's unclear if that would happen. First responders working for state agencies are now guaranteed paid time off if they contract the coronavirus. Governor Stitt issued an executive order Wednesday. It instituted the paid sick leave. This covers workers like law enforcement, corrections officers, and fire personnel. The order also allows closed health care facilities to reopen and removes regulations so stretcher vans can operate anywhere in the state. And finally, it allows for students or recent graduates who are not yet fully licensed to practice. The Oklahoma County Jail could soon get some financial help in the fight against the virus. Jail officials were just given the green light to apply for some federal funds. Our Kayla Branch has more on the county's efforts to keep inmates safe. The Oklahoma County Sheriff's Office is pursuing nearly $60,000 in federal funding to help fight COVID-19. The money is part of a new grant program through the Department of Justice that is helping local governments prepare for and fight the spread of the coronavirus. And Wednesday morning, the Oklahoma County Board of County Commissioners gave approval to the Sheriff's Office to pursue that grant. And so now the Sheriff's Office can actually fill out the application and the deadline is going to be late May. And so they've got some time to you know get that all sorted and figured out and sent in. The money can be used for a variety of different things, mainly to pay overtime costs, to buy equipment, which could be you know, law enforcement equipment, whatever uh, they may need there, as well as personal protective equipment like masks and gloves. And it can be used to cover medical costs for inmates. So the sheriff's office said that money is going to be vitally important. They have a tight budget anyway, and they usually struggle to you know, cover all the costs of of running the county jail. So they said this money will be vital in continuing to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. So the deadline is going to be in May, and they've got time to you know now fill out that application since they've gotten approval from commissioners, and they're going to be working on that over the next several weeks. And 
The jail has been taking quite a few precautions. They haven't had any confirmed cases of COVID-19 in the jail and from staff or inmates, I was told. And, you know, they've got a variety of different protocols in place. They are isolating new every new inmate for 10 days, which most people get out of the county jail before, you know, 10 days. And so those people aren't even joining the general population there. And there's also been, you know, an extreme collaboration between law enforcement, local lawyers and judges to keep people out of the county jail in the first place so that that population isn't continuing to grow because advocates have said, you know, with tight quarters, lack of access to hygiene products, and folks who are typically, you know, some are older and and a lot have uh, immunocompromised systems or other underlying health conditions. So the jail populations can be very at risk. And so um, this money and precautions that have already been taken, uh, they say are going to be a huge help. Houses of worship have been relying on new tactics to reach their congregations in the age of social distancing. While some religious leaders have relied on live streams, others have held drive-in services. But as our Carla Hinton explains, there's some confusion about whether the parking lot chapels are safe. These worship services that uh, pastors are calling drive-in church or parking lot service, they are really uh, picking up uh, uh, some momentum here as people try to cope with the pandemic and the social distancing rules that are keeping people out of their in-person worship services. It's kind of one of those things where people are just trying to figure out ways to gather and still, uh, you know, limit exposure to the coronavirus. The problem, I guess, comes into play when people get concerned. In this case, the uh, the mayor's office and the Oklahoma City County Health Department that uh, people are not going to conduct themselves in a way that would actually limit their exposure to the coronavirus. They are concerned in particular about the drive-in services or parking lot services because they think that some people may get out of their cars or they may try to attempt to go into the church building to use the restroom or something like that. And then you have uh, some issues with uh, exposure. They're also concerned that uh, perhaps people in the parking lots are not uh, maybe parked in, in such a way that they are uh, far away enough from each other to limit their exposure to the coronavirus. So these are just some different concerns. It's, it's certainly something that uh, no one would have thought of, you know, weeks and weeks ago uh, as you're uh, coming into uh, the Easter uh, Sunday weekend. So it's, uh, it's one of those things that has has uh, come into play because of the the global pandemic. All right, now for something a little lighter. The Bobblehead Hall of Fame will present a $100,000 check to the Association for Healthcare Philanthropy. The funds were raised through the sale, as you might have guessed, of the Dr. Anthony Fauci bobblehead. The immunologist at the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, he's been a popular figure for Americans during the pandemic, The Bobblehead Hall of Fame has received more than 20,000 orders from all 50 states. The replica of the health expert was unveiled last week. It's now the best-selling figure ever. We'll bounce out of here on that. Thanks for listening. Please stay safe out there. Subscribe to our email newsletters and podcasts, and subscribe to our digital products at oklahoman.com slash subscribe. 
For The Oklahoman, I'm Dave Morris. Thank you.